I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. do 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 Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Christina, can you see my junk? Yeah. Nobody's commented on it. You know what? If no one comments on it, then sh- let's just shut the fuck up about it. It's okay to see a little bit of my underwear. Yep. Yo, right? welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the are show. We, are we rolling? If you're intimate portrait, Poodle just said, it's okay to see a little bit of my you underwear. You don't see it. It's, you, can't, you can't see it where you are. Y'all, if you're... You can't see it where you are. If you're with us, there's a space in the couch, and you're sitting right here. Hi. Now, no, no. where you are on the couch, you can see my underwear. You can see my junk. <laughs> and if you're in the audio, just listening to the podcast, you're lucky. <laughs> You're lucky. You're the luckiest one. I've got on underwear that say Sunday on them. I'm glad it's Sunday. <laughs> Thank God it's Sunday. That would be like that commercial. I was like, it's Wednesday, Gary. It's Wednesday. All right. Boy, someone remembers every line they've been given to say on a commercial. Yeah, you pay me for it. I'll remember it. <laughs> sure will. Um, Actually, I didn't say that line. I this is reality gaze. Yes, this is reality gaze. Did you just say you reacted I to it? I reacted the line? to it, yeah, I acted. You know that's not mm-hmm. doesn't count. Oh, I it was oh, but it um, it was Shakespearean. I mean truly. A lot of Meisner I used for that role. Yeah. This is gross. Y'all, this is season six, episode five, part Yeah. Part two. Uh what's love, it called? Love takes love. hostages. <laughs> I don't still know what this means. I, I think it's a very overblown title for a very boring episode. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, um, I don't think we have any announcements this week, This episode. We, um, no. We're finishing up the tell-all. We're going to do that. The single-life tell-all, which was very dramatic. It was very dramatic. Lots y'all. of yelling. Mother Debbie just 
yelling at Jess. Pee Wee just. Pee Wee. Pee-wee was off the chain. Y'all, Pee-wee is gonna be <laughs> brutal. He was like, bro, just his voice became like this. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, oh. And then Jess was a liar. Lie. It's a lie, and, Jess. And Jess's husband, uh, Brian. Husband, who, if you opened up his head, there would just be like music from the band Fish playing. And air. <laughs> and air. <laughs> There's nothing. He is an empty-headed moron. He is one of the stupidest people I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> He's kind of like, ah, yeah, but you called him that. And Debbie, uh, it's bad. He's really dumb. Really dumb. There is a sub. We should. I feel like we would not be good ninety day fiance podcasters if it's a bit of a spoiler. If you haven't seen the tell all, turn it off for the next ten or you know thirty seconds. Um, but I haven't seen all of it yet. Well, but you saw this. Colt got married. Colt's married. Colt is married. Colty. How? Married to Vanessa. How is it possible that I'm actually happy for them? I don't know how either. We're going to discuss you, are, that. So you're happy for them too? I am. And I'm happy and for I, almost no one. And I, <laughs> I'm happy for them. And I appreciated Colt's comments all during the, the... I don't know what's happening. Like, seriously, y'all, when I say, oh, I'm so happy for you, I'm usually not. He's usually not. I'm usually f- phoning it in. Yeah. I'm happy for them. I can't believe I'm saying it. I... Uh, I I don't know. It was very dramatic. But I was watching it, and my boyfriend said, "Fuck! I just went on a walk on the beach and did a meditation, and this just stressed me out." Because <laughs> they're all screaming, lots of screaming. They are all screaming. Anyway, it's a lot of screaming. Um, but then there's like a weird moment where things change completely, and I was just like, "What happened?" We're gonna talk about it. There's some Fernanda. Robbie comes back and Robbie, Robbie looks, looks good. good. But so does so does well we can't give away a ton. But, but well her Noelle. roommate her roommate, but Robbie looks I think he's roommate. Way, I think Robbie's way hotter. He was me too. He, also, Robbie was wearing makeup too. Can we talk about Mario? Mario Kelly's brother. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I I wasn't there yet. Oh. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen him. Ooh. Hello. That's weird because they 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 were they seemed like they were finished with them when I nope. saw it last. Poodle still has thirty minutes left to watch because Poodle texted me and said, "I have to take a break from this. This is so dramatic. It's like, so dramatic. I've already today's <laughs> already been a busy day, and I was like, I can't process anymore. He was just full. So anyway, we're gonna be recapping the tell, even though somebody's like, y'all just did. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot though. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot, there's a lot to, to talk, talk about. about. So that's gonna be wrapping <laughs> the up. Same, same, the same time. Same time. We did just <laughs> say <laughs> we do do that. An ex- new ex- episode of Extreme. We're recording this on Sunday, so new Extreme Sisters tonight. Again, I can't. It's another tonight? show. I would. I am not looking forward. And to And we're going to be premiering our new Extreme Sisters theme. That's song That's right. This week. The theme song is written. So that's going to be happening. So we're still we. Going to talk to Chris Fair this week. Hopefully, do a collab with her. I'm excited up. about the theme song. I am too. I, so I like it. Anyway, lots of good stuff coming this week, and um, and then our back curious. We're going to be dropping at the next end of this. week. Is it next week? We're going to do oh, no because no, it, it, yeah, it airs the 26th. What is it again? <laughs> the 
Sorry, don't. We don't only remember. I only remind you stuff from day to day. <laughs> don't remember. You're going to be one of the like, what's your name again? What's oh. What's your name, honey? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But uh and and people You guys when I meet to. you, I'm going to meet you and I go, "Okay, and you say how my name's Patricia." And I literally go, "Patricia, Patricia, 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 Patricia." And then 5 minutes later, I'm like, "That's why I'm you sorry, call everyone sugar." Y'all, yes. if he calls you sugar, he has no fucking clue what your name is. Not always. But 50-50, yes. Yeah. Um, where were we? <laughs> exactly. Um, we were talking. <laughs> we should just move on. We forgot what it was, and we'll move on. But we were talking about Chris Fair. Extreme Sisters. Her, Extreme Sisters. And I think that's it. 90 uh, yeah, Day Caribbean it. Love's coming. Our, oh, our... Um, By Curious. Curious. It's called uh, The 40-Year-Old Property Virgin oh, yes. on Discovery yes. Plus. Yes, it is a Discovery Plus show. Y'all, they get someone who's moving out of their parents' house. Who's lived there. And in, their whole life. Their whole and life. So it's that mixed with... With the Ren- property Reno brother. Reno's, like, it's going to be... I'm it's excited. It's going to be good. I, I knew it would be right for us. I'm excited. Who's excited? Me. Um, <laughs> you know who's not excited? <laughs> that was a... I, I started to make that a good transition, but it's not. Kalani. <laughs> Kalani. About anything. I don't think Kalani's been excited about anything for Hold years. Hold on. Let me get the music. The, now it's time for The Tears of Kalani. <laughs> Another segment of The Tears. Someone made a graphic. I need to post it on our Instagram. Oh, a, a, a wrapping up the title card of the tears of Kalani. Tears of Kalani, because <laughs> she's always touching her face. Yeah, where the tears are. Somebody tweeted us also, and somebody Instagram messaged me saying, "What happened to the Facebook group? It's closed, y'all." Once a month, we do a sissy snooze. We should have announced that. We'll try to be better. But we you just, mean on the on the podcast? We sn- we snooze the Facebook group just because a lot of big groups do this. It gets time yeah. for us to talk with the moderators, reassess, make sure the the group is doing what our the intentions are, and also. Our Facebook moderators. Our moderators work really hard. They work really hard. Because y'all, y'all are fucking cuckoo. Because y'all oh, cuckoo. You're cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. I'm going to post again. I'm going to post I'm about a, this COVID, I'm this COVID call, cure. I'm going to call the, the Michigan Attorney General. Attorney General, and yeah. And tell him he better get his stuff together. I want to tag him in this sippy squad. <laughs> Sip. Sip. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God bless her. I hope she she's gets a, everything coming to her. She's a horrible, I hope horrible they villain. Sue her. Yes. I hope because if you guys don't, if you guys I miss her from the don't show, no. Oh, me too. The the attorney general told her that they're going to investigate when she. This is baked. Stephanie. Y'all. Her her whatever her cure was her latrest her latrestamen or whatever the stuff she injects into herself. The anti-Asian also keeps you away from the cova. Yeah, keeps so, away, keeps cova away. Cova. Uh, so you're gonna, you're not gonna get you know, the cova. You know, I wouldn't like because I'm Christian. It gets the immune system going. Because I'm Christian, I got Christian people. You know, I came. That back, I haven't paid to be here at all. I came back from Leeville, Belize. <laughs> had bug bites all over my body. Have a bug bite. Confuse me. <laughs> Anyway, we watched that 50 minute thing, so you never had to. So you never had to. Those poor hostages. Poor, maybe that's where poor. it's from. Love takes hostages. Maybe that's where it takes from. Um, so, yes. Um, but th- anyway, y'all, that's the Sissy Snooze. We do it once a month. Everything's 
fine. Actually, everything's fine. More than fine. The group is fantastic and really doing well. But we just uh, we just take breaks. Yeah. That's it. Thank you, Mod Squad. We love no, you. Nothing's wrong. We appreciate you. Nothing's wrong to actually take a pause in an archive. And you know what? Put down the phone. <laughs> look, look at your kids. <laughs> like, may or your no, husband. actually, look at your kid. Yeah, look at your watch MacGyver. I don't know. Do something. Go take, take a, a bath. Wa- take a bath. Take a walk. Fuck yourself with your vibrator. Whatever <laughs> you want. Do what you need to do. You do you, boo. Do do, but just get off Facebook. All right, um, Kalani. So Tears of Kalani. Guess who's back in town? Pablo. The, uh, Kalani, you want to get Blink. some cold coffee with me? Blink. 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 <laughs> what is... That's when he's walking with his stirrups. You know blink. How, oh, well, you know the sound? Yeah, the, but you, not blink is not a sound effect. <laughs> but blink. <laughs> blink. No, it's like... Clink. 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 Blink. Sometimes I feel like you were an alien sent that that you aren't really taught normal words. <laughs> blink. No, no. I reject blink. I rebuke it. It's not real. I rebuke Frappuccino. I just want a black coffee. I just coffee. want to give me a black real coffee, coffee, lady. Just a That's what bl- I want black. Plain coffee. In fact, if it's not thick... I don't want it. Remember when I was young and I used to take you to the shooting range? So, don't fuck with Papa Lowe. Yeah, y'all. that's right. Papa Lowe is back. Apparently, he went to California. He was to working. Work, which just reinforces our theory, y'all. He's a hitman. <laughs> He's a hitman. I believe it. I believe it. Papa Lowe. When, when, when you hear that voice in the darkness, yeah. duck. If, if you are walking to your apartment and it's dark and Papa Lowe, you just hear him turn on the light and he goes, Howdy. You did. And you hear blink, 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 <laughs> blink, blink. Because that's the sound of spurs, evidently. <laughs> spurs, blink. that's what they're called, like San Antonio. Anyway, that's what you're going to hear, and you're dead. You're crazy. So don't fuck with him. So they're, they're going to go drive to get coffee. Your mother told me you've been thinking about divorce, and I don't yes. believe in it. Because I don't. In, in Samoa, we believe people get married and stay married. And... And Kalani says, it's just been so one-sided for so long, and I feel like giving up. And I just want to say something. Getting divorced is not giving up. I, I wanted to say that, too. And I think – and we, we he, well, I yeah. want to say later on, uh, Papa Lowe says divorce is for people who give up. And that's, that's where she's getting says. I'm going to say that, sissy, if you get divorced, if you have gotten – that is not giving up. I think divorce is – it feels like a celebration for me. <laughs> when I get divorced, it's like get half. It's, you do get half. That's why, that's why Poodle's... It's called the immense, emancipation of Miss Poodle Boudreaux. Boudreaux. It's true. She's living in California. She's going to live in California and New York where the divorce laws are very... Never going to find this bitch married in Idaho. No. 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 You need to get everything. You need to get everything. You need to get everything. But I just what is wanna, that? Darling, get everything. Everything. Is that, is that Jaja Gabor? I think so, yeah. Don't, yeah. I... It's... um For Kalani... Divorce is just It's not It's not a backwards To me It's not even like a forwards It's just Moving It's transitioning To what you need In your life And I think it's that way I think 
a lot of people think of divorce as failure, like your marriage failed. Mm-hmm. But I, and I, but I think this the deeper thing in here is it is again, it's just not cultural for Samoans. Yeah, it is. So that's the big deal. So he, Papa Lo, was definitely raised with that. Kalani really was probably raised with that idea, but, but saw not- it in America. Although they are in Utah, yeah. So I don't know what I'm imagining because. Usually, people that are more religious. Well, she was. Maybe a, a she, was a, she was a good Mormon girl until she banged a Swelu. Oh wait, I forgot they were Mormon. Mm-hmm. Hey Siri, what's the divorce rate of Mormons? <laughs> Not making any point. LD, yeah, I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to research before I actually said something, and that's as far Who as we researched. It, I knew it is low in divorce. No, we yeah. did know, but I just didn't want to make that assumption. But yes, so she's seen some divorce, but it's probably well, very much there. I bet a lot of Mormon people would say, or just I've heard very religious people say, why would you want to give up divorce and give up on this? Like, And give up on, especially when you have kids. With this marriage. And, and Well, but you have to look at it also. If the kids are going to be around you, what's better? What's better for your kids? And maybe maybe you can't answer this, but you know, if your kids are going to see you fighting, if your kids are going to grow up with neither of you, your husband or you being happy, what is better? It's interesting because people think my parents Would did- you have rather had your parents stay together? Um, we've talked about this before, so I Cuz my parents are together. Detail, but my parents divorced when I was a soft right before my sophomore high school, a year of high school. And then later on told us we would have gotten divorced earlier, but we stayed together for your kids. And it made my brother feel that like shit. would have made me feel so guilty. Don't too. ever tell your kids that I have to say. No, I go back don't and tell forth. your fucking kids that y'all. When I think about this, people that my dad and my mother went on to marry that potentially could have been like, if they got divorced when I was like 10, that could have been my step parents. Mm-hmm. I would not have enjoyed that. But, because they didn't really have the best pickers. No. Now, but some people do have amazing, and go on. Your pickers off. And they go off and marry people that is better. So, I I think in retrospect, um, I still think it would have been better for my parents to have gotten divorced. Because what people don't realize, yes, you, you live with your children for 18 years of your life. But the patterns you teach your children are what they carry on for the rest of their lives until they fucking work it out. So the patterns that my parents taught me about relationships and how to be in a relationship, I had to break. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen till well into my 40s. And I think if, well, late 30s, I think if my mother and father had shown me what not only what a healthy marriage is like, but what a healthy divorce can be when two people, yeah, you know, can leave. And I, I, I think that I, I don't know. I'd be interested to see how that would have affected me within my romantic relationships. And I don't. I mean, I'm not. I can't. No, no one can tell someone you should get a divorce. And there's you know? no right way, y'all. There's We're no... not giving you. You're living your life. We're. I'm basically married. You're alone. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to have kids. That's a whole different thing, too. So right. that's why I, I feel like 
I feel like divorce is still something that is so traumatic to so many people in this country. But now because it's so common, people have this idea of like, oh, yeah, I, you should just deal with it. Yeah. And I think from a mental health standpoint, it's still a very traumatic thing for families that often isn't like I, I would love to see more groups of divorced parents. You don't see that promoted a lot. I know there are, those things are out there, but it's just not. It's the normalization of talking about the trauma of divorce is not normalized. I don't think. I think there are there are like support groups for it, but and but, but we yeah. don't see memes about divorce. Yeah, you know, we don't see, and a lot of people honestly are like, yeah, my well, parents got divorced. It too, seems big like deal. such a normal thing, but it, just because it's quote unquote normal, right. doesn't mean it's not traumatic. No, it's true. Maybe that'll um, be my new charity, my new platform. It won't. It won't. It won't. Um, so Papa Lowe, all I could see is the chocolate cupcake he had in front of him. Once um, that was on screen, Poodle was <laughs> transfixed. Um, so now I'm thinking about it again. And he says you have Probably to- had just kind of like, it's a little sweet, but probably not too much. And it hits you in the back Maybe of the Maybe a mouth. little salty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hits you on the back. So he says, you have to change a little too, because you have two boys now. And he says, I don't think, I don't even think they have divorce lawyers in Samoa. So, I mean, he's putting, yeah, and he's saying basically you have to accept it. And it's what sucks about it is, is, I mean, she was a baby when this happened practically. Yep. You know, she was so young. Um, I know she was mid 20s, but she was just so young and. And probably so naive, and so it's just such a young age to... I don't think she's as young as you think. She's 30s now. She is? Mm -hmm. We really don't know people's ages on this show. We! (laughs) Oh, you said that... You said that Yara was in her 30s. You speak in the collective we No, I said Yara was 28. No, you said someone was in their... You said Julia was in her 30s, and people came for you. No, I said Julia was... Gary, roll that tape. I said Julia was 28 You said one of them was in her 30s. Yara's 25, Julia's 26. I don't remember. Anyway, so now dad says, if you didn't have boys, I wouldn't bat one eye at one That's eye at it. That's interesting. But it's because you have boys. And also, Kalani is probably dealing with, similar to what Shoulders McGee, Tiffany, is dealing with, is that they know if I divorce this person when my kids are young... My kids could potentially have to go to fucking Samoa yeah. for like four to six months, and what the fuck? I think That's terrifying. To I her. think what what uh, this this parallels what a lot happens to American. There's this idea of as soon as I have a family, I need to kind of not live for myself, and whatever I do, I need to live for my kids, or I need to. My only path is my happiness doesn't matter. It only ma- my kids' happiness. But it's but it, it's, it's that is a simplification because a lot of times your own happiness is going to completely determine whether your child's can be happy or not. Well, I remember when there was a a child psychologist and a family therapist who once on Oprah said the priority should be for people. They were talking about what's your priorities, yeah. and a lot of people said God first, and that's great. And then the but their second and the woman said, not counting God, what's your first priority? And all the women that were mothers said child their children yeah. first. And one mother said, Me, 
my marriage to my husband, mm. and then my children. And, <gasps> and she was reviled. eviscerated her. And the psychologist explained, but if you're supporting yourself, if you are giving and nurturing your, med- your marriage, it all... It all filters into the family of your children, yeah. into your life. And so could, it it also kind of <clears throat> says that you can do different things at one time. I'm just thinking that people always say, you hear that a lot of, yeah, I stayed with my husband for the kids. And I'll be I honest. I stayed. I can, I can. I said not to do it. But if I was Kalani or Tiffany right now, I don't, I might stay at least for like, I would not want my baby to go over to South Africa for six months. Yeah. No fucking way. Well, she's already saying that. But I would make it a very, like, concentrated effort of getting this, like, I think, of getting my marriage in order. Again, two two gay white men talking about child rearing. Explain marriage. Explain. But actually, we're not talking about a childhood and marriage. I think we talk about this because we have so many girlfriends yeah, that, and are I just, married, I just, that are divorced that we hear the guilt they put on themselves. Yeah. So we want to speak to that. And I've been... No, I've just been... A, and I have lots of friends who have You've also parents. fucked a lot of married men, so they, you know about that. True. <laughs> With True. children. With children. Yeah. And I'm like, do I have to meet the child again? I mean, they're... Well, they're not married. Divorced. I'm sorry. Yeah. Divorced, I should say. I'm like, uh, does that mean I have to become a stepmom? <laughs> Can we... Have you ever heard of a little thing called boarding, boarding school? school? So, now, Papalo is saying, <clears throat> you, you know, again, you have to fight, and Dad's like... It seems like he is changing. Be patient with him. And uh, and then she says, uh, but uh, you don't have a time limit like I do, basically. And Papalo's like, again, it's easier for Papalo, like it's easier for us to give advice because we're not fucking in it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, no matter what anybody says, y'all, if you're in the situation... You need to be still. Do what's good for you. Get get with your God. Get with God. Get whatever yourself, your inner self, and do what's good for you. Yeah. Um, so Papa Swelu and Papa Papa, Papa Kalani. Lo, Papa Kalani and Swelu are going to go play golf. Um, <clears throat> they're talking and, about cricket, and, and I thought that. this is going to go terribly. But Swelu's not bad. He's not I will great. Swelu, he's not bad. He plays volleyball. <laughs> I want to say something. Don't know. If you're sitting on this couch and for some reason when you saw Papa Lowe play golf and you were a little attracted to him, raise your hand. No. I'm not. No. No. <laughs> you have weird <laughs> likes. I don't know why, but I was a little attracted to him. He just, he's you wearing need those a, shorts. You need a process. I saw his This tattoos. is more trauma. I just thought, I was kind of like, whoa. This is like <laughs> Pla- Papa Plath, which is fucked up. You know up. what? I retracted that. Nep, not it was, for me. It was haven't. weird lighting. He looked attractive for five minutes, and I took it back. Papa Lowe, however... I think if I shaved his beard and kind of trimmed up that beard, I know that's his culture, so I don't want to offend him, but I'm saying for my personal taste, if we kind of shaved his face and it's just some scruff, I think he could get it. No. And he's got that bald head? No. Okay. No. We're move. saying no. Okay. We should move on. I just want to, I want to, I want to, I want to have something that just comes down and goes, no. <laughs> like those guns that fire and it goes bang. bang. I want to have a gun that goes, no. <laughs> you know what? I've always seen those and I've never, like on television, I've never seen one in real life. Have you? 
This is a ridiculous question. Did they even make them? I don't think so. I don't but- think they do. <laughs> this is already <laughs> off the rails. So y'all, um, um, they're, they're golfing. Just, yes. They're just talking about uh, and how and, you getting along. And I heard Kalani's been talking about divorce. Divorce. He does say blink. it with just like blink, blink, blink. blink. <laughs> Um, he does say divorce, like very and, dramatic. And Asuelu's like, well, I'm not sure actually how we're getting along. And he's like, we have big issues in our communication. And he said, why did she, why, I didn't know this was so serious. Why did she talk about divorce without telling me? And I went, uh, and I want to ask you, um, didn't she? Has she I mentioned this in front of him? I don't think she's brought it up recently. She's brought it up before, but I don't, I think since he's been, New Asuelu or Asuelu 2.0. She hasn't mentioned it because she's she doesn't want to rock the boat. Uh, she's so afraid to. She doesn't want to fight with him. And that's true. I think this shakes Asuelu because he starts crying a little bit. Yeah, he says, "I'm working on my communication." Um, and Papa Lo said, "You know, as uh." Kalani's mom and I, we went through the same thing. She's an American woman. I mean, he said, we had a really hard time, but we got through it. Um, it but it's <clears throat> interesting. Uh, Papa Lowe, though, is a completely different person than Asuelu. He is. And I also want to make a point. Mom, it seems to be, from what we're saying, Kalani's mom seems to have a totally different narrative than her father. Yeah. So, like, if – so I feel like Kalani is getting mixed – because I feel like her mom has been more supportive of the divorce. She doesn't think it's going to work out. She's ready for them to move on. But yet dad is saying don't give up and guilting her and say keep yeah, trying. It is weird. So I think no, I think Kalini more than about mom doesn't – really isn't pushing divorce either. But we haven't heard her say not. She hasn't. So You're I right. just need to know – what the United Front is on that. But that's when he cries and he says, I really appreciate you taking me out. And Papa Lo says, hey, man, I'm here for you. And he's glad he has his back. And he said, but it's it, it's so, Suelo gets so scared by this because, y'all, for him. He could be deported. For him, if they get divorced, he loses everything. And I don't think, he talks a lot about Samoa and his love for it. But do you think he wants to go back there? No, because he well, he might, but he would be devastated being away from his kids. Because I do think he loves his kids. I think so too. So yeah, um, yeah. It's that's it's, all I have. It's not good. It's, it's not, not good. It's not good. But it's also rough going on the tears of Kalani okay. this episode. <laughs> but you know what I do like about this segment? It's real, and that I've heard these conversations with people in our lives all the time no you're right no it's it's divorce well, you still looked at my hand you're afraid i'm gonna hold your hand i'm afraid Take you're gonna try to hold my, my hand, hand. One hand. Make up my heart. Make up Make my heart. How it ends. I don't know either. 
there you go. <laughs> Y'all, we need to take a commercial. But the, the, the commercial, the, 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 it wasn't in the right key. So it was hard for me. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that was it. No. It's done. Put a pin in it. Put. Oh, I'm using that. Put a pin in it. Put a pin um, in it. You're done. Joby that means and to Yara, come back till later. They're coming up next. We also are going to be talking about Mike and Natalie. And believe me, <laughs> we might be talking to some other. You know what? I just want to we, say, y'all, we're going to it's Oklahoma. It's a really good get. And it's a really good It's a really get. good get. They, their schedule was booked, but booked, they worked us we in. We got them. All right. We'll see you after the break. Bye. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. 
and they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash realitygaze. That's MeUndies.com slash realitygaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle, I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Hello, everyone Hello! Who's Tracy? (laughs) I miss her. Who's Tracy? I miss Lindsay Huber. Hub, not Huber. Uh, uh, Is it Hubber? Hubbard. Who knows? Who's, who's, I know Lindsay Huber. 
Well, I know a Kim Huber. We're That's in a gray area, and it's a gay area. We're in a gay area. Always. And we need to move on. Um, Let's talk about Jovi and Yara. Jovi child. Jovi child. Jovi child. Having the baby. I don't like your Cajun accent. Way down on the on the bayou, baby. 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 <laughs> Close enough. Anyway. I wrote down, Yara looks great. She does. Y'all. There's a, a lot of women out there going, this bitch just had a baby. Because she looks great. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, They're going out and Mama Gwen. Mama Jovi, she gonna watch that baby. She gonna feed that baby some into fish. She gonna give that baby all kind of love. And she gonna give that baby a lanyap. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was some of my neighbors slamming their door. Slamming their door, and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. She gonna bring a present to the baby. She gonna bring a cado to the baby. Cado. What so, kind of cado? So Yara's nervous to leave, and but they're going on this anyway. And so, yeah. So Gwen is there. She brings a gift, and Yara says, why not Gucci? She goes, it's Polo. Why not Gucci? She's label whore. I love it. It's cute, though. And Joby's kind of saying, you know, you know, they go, and they go to their place. To, they're going to this place to eat and drink. And Joby says, maybe I will get lucky. And Yara's like, you won't get lucky tonight. She's, just, as Joey says, yo, Yara's just like, I, I, I can't sex because Joey's I just, mean, it's I, been Joey, a long time. She's just, uh, I can't have sex because Yara's like pushed a baby out of her vagina. Out of her like, vagina. You know. Like down the vaginal like, wall. That's what happens, The, the vaginal evidently. canal went the baby. And so, um, <sighs> It's we so, know, last time we had sex was uh actually the night Mila uh was 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 conceived. Saved. We think it like helped with all the pressure. Oh yeah, okay, yeah they they yeah the the baby is like ah! she's like get me out of here. I tried it in daddy's dick. <laughs> that's a really disturbing thing to say. <laughs> that that's that's um that's the fourth uh fourth version of look who's talking that they decided not to. <laughs> Not to release. Didn't make the editor's cut. Get me out of here. I'm tired of seeing daddy's dick. You see a baby inside there. And, and, that, and the, the, and the baby dick, goes. A dick just kind of popping up and out, up and out. It's the the bu- baby goes. Yeah. No. And Get the, me out of here. I'm tired of seeing daddy's dick. It's the voice of <laughs> Sandra Bernhardt. Not Bernard, <laughs> but Sandra Bernhardt who's just saying. Get me the fuck Sarah out Sarah Bernhardt. Sarah Bernhardt, yes. Not Sandra Bernhardt. Same thing. So, um, so he basically is talking to her. Usually when I talk to uh, 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 Yara about something, I just like buy her a new bag. But I uh, can't really do that right now. Because he was saying that's basically where he was doing is that. He when he was gone, he would buy her things, and he can't do that now because he needs to tell her something. He's leaving early. Early. I guess I'm like I feel like you should have told her beginning. But well, this happened with Russ, who did the same thing. So I guess it's like part of their job. Yeah, that um, cause especially with COVID. But and he has to quarantine. He has to quarantine. Yeah, he was supposed to have a few weeks left, but then he has to find. He's got to leave in a few days. And I think this is real, y'all, because Yara starts full on crying. And she's just like. Well, like, she's probably. Like, it's really hard. Postpartum 
right now, and all your emotions are even all that aside. And she also deletes. She left her baby for the it. first time. Yes, and so she's. I kind of hope she relents and moves in with Gwen. Me too. I think that would be good for her. But she even says, she's like, I did not move to this country to move in with my mother-in-law. That said, though, I know she didn't plan on having a baby this early, but she did know Joey's job. Yeah. She did know his job. I, so. I think, and I think I said this on the last episode they were on, I think it's it's great to watch these two becoming parents. I don't think there's a lot of drama here. Um. um Beside from being new parents. I think it's like the normal drama because a lot of people have to deal with their husband or right. spouse or whoever staying right. is working. And if someone's staying home, they have to deal with that. I'm saying there's not a lot of the, the drama is of situation. Yeah. Um, and unlike personal drama like Asuelu and Kalani. <laughs> yes. Because they're both Yara and Jovi are like good people and not crazy, super crazy, you know. And we think we think. And so Yara says, she's like, but the, the game, she's like, I'm trying to, pl-. she totally messes up. But I think what she means to say is that she's trying to play the game and every time the goalpost gets moved right. down the road. They just keep moving on along. You should just harmonize instead of taking the high. That's a good It's a really song. good song. Why aren't they making a Broadway show of that? Uh, like that people go see. Smash? Because it wouldn't hang together. Like the, the, the version of Marilyn or the show Smash? The version of Marilyn. Um, Bombshell. Because it's never really written. They should write it. Didn't one of them die? No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, I don't know. It's still, it's so old fashioned in a way. And no, musical that's, is not that that's way the now. Way, it's not the way we're, it's not, we're not there. The Hope way we, we get used back to be. there. I know. So, um, so yeah, so she's not ready for him to go, and she said, and Yara's not think just thinking a, about... I think they did a reading uh, one night. They did a do reading, a reading, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Megan Hilty just posted about it, because it's been like a year anniversary yeah. or something, mm-hmm. to a year. Um, Yara says that it's also for him, he's going to mo- lose such an important time with Mila. Yeah, he said, I'm worried like, about and that's hard for all him. this time he's, with Mila. Because he's going to come back to a different baby. I know. Four months it is from sad. one month, it's a different baby. So, anyway, it's just, it's a lot. It's a I don't shitty know. situation. Get, get, let me come back to the time when a baby's talking. <laughs> Going, hello, daddy. Oh, oh wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hello there, son. Joby says, well, you know, I always find, I always, ma- I always find, find a, way a way to make things, things work. work. And I'm yeah. like, you kind of don't always do that, Joby, but sure. And, but then he says, Joby says this all the time. He's like, it's just this one time and then life will be good. And I'm like, are you quitting your job and then staying with her? Because if it's just this one time, you're going to work no, your job and be gone that's, once again. That's Joby's philosophy. It's always like, no, that's what I'm saying. He right always now. says this. It's right now. It's like, but it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. But that pisses Yara off because yeah. Yara remembers everything. And she yeah. remembers four months down the road when she's like, Jovi, you said this only be one time and now you're leaving again, Jovi. Yeah, it is annoying. I don't know what's going on outside. Something's happening. <laughs> I think someone's getting, I think two people are fist fucking. Um. I don't know. <laughs> but Jovi does say, if you go stay with mom, I know you were safe there. That's true. Jovi. Um, 
I think that's it. That's all I had for them. It's a very short little segment. I don't want to do the next one. We're going to Oklahoma. Uh, this where uh, where uh, Wizard of Oz was. Uh, that's that's Kansas, baby. Kansas. Baby. Oh, it's but same they're close. thing. But they're close. It's same thing, y'all. We're leaving Scream. <laughs> Mike We're and Natalie are on the road again. They're on. Well, they're on the road to go to the airport to go to Oklahoma. And y'all, I kind of felt for Natalie right now. Because she's not a morning person. She's Her not. Her face has still got pillow marks on it. <laughs> she's just like, she's sitting over there real crusty in the car, like, don't touch me. And Mike's all like, hi-ho. He's, he is hi, a morning ho. person. He gets up at like 3 a.m. Yeah. And she's she's like, he's like, just throw. This is There are some times when they act cute together, and I can actually see <sighs> them where they what they but like about one another but it's not real it is it's you. not they're, so they're acting cute but they're acting they're acting what the way you think you're supposed to be right. in a relationship and they never are being their authentic self and she's just so i just read them she's so irritable she's just like uh you just like you need to make your golubski or whatever it is she's like traditional dishes should be made by people who are who are traditional who are native native hmm yeah. And Natalie does that. She'll like say something. She goes like, hmm, hmm. And I imagine like, I think Natalie thinks she's a witch because she says something and she's like, hmm, because to spill, because to spill. She's like Maybe. always moving or something. It makes no uh, sense. I just wrote also, he's so fucking annoying on the way to the airport. Just being like, can't wait to see mama. Can't wait to see mom. Yep. Yep. We're going to, um, we're going to ignore everything. Everything's going to be Okay. But but worry with your mom. But it's not now. We're not going to worry about that now. And then I wrote, and Natalie says this later. And I said, "Yep, Natalie, welcome. That's all he ever is going to do is completely ignore your feelings." Yep. And that's that's what this has been about from the very get go. If he had acknowledged Natalie's feelings and heard her from the get go, I think they could still be together. Possibly, but he completely I, ignores everything she says. I think for him, not I'm not defending him <clears throat> here. I think that's how he handles adversity: is only trying to see the 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 only possibility of a good outcome. I am not yes. of not addressing <clears throat> the, the the inherent problems that could be there. But he's but, but he's, he's using that in a way to completely. Again, gaslight her and make her feel stupid for things she's do you, saying. I'm saying, do you think that's intentional? Um, at this point, I want, I, I think it's probably, I wonder if there's a little bit of that only because you have to be a pretty, and he is, maybe he's that dumb. You have to be pretty stupid to have been on a reality show for this long and it's seen and had seen yourself on this many seasons. Yeah. So maybe he doesn't watch the show at all, but he does. You, they do. I, I'm confused what you're saying. It's what, a difference of. <clears throat> At, there's a difference of behaving one way, and there the difference of behaving one way, and then the difference of behaving a way, and then seeing yourself on television act that way. No, I, still... I'm, I I get that. I'm saying what what do you what do you think that just seeing his behavior would make him realize it? I but, don't. No, I said so. it, but I don't know. He's pretty emotionally idiotic. 
Like he does. I don't no, think he I has just, a lot of emotional sense. I would. Sense. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying this is good. I'm just saying I think this is how I mean, he deals. I mean, with I mean, I agree with you. I think it's how he deals with everything. Yeah, and I think he just he has no emotional intelligence at all. That's true. And Natalie actually, again, she's one eye blink away from lunacy, but she and, has a little bit more. So she can't understand why. At least when I tell you something and then you don't hear it at all. Right. That's so frustrating to her. And it's weird because <clears throat> sometimes they'll seem to communicate. And then some the, we're, the other day we're, we're back to not talking at all. No. Yeah. The, the, their segments frustrate the shit out of me. They're, they, I'm, I, they need to not be together. Well, if, hopefully if the rumors are true, they're not. Yeah, the rumors um, are that they're not, but none of that is substantiated. But no, she says Mike ignores that there's a problem, and that's exactly that's the exa- truth. And Mike, that's exactly because. What he does. And I will say that's a very su- not that Mike was raised in the South. It's a very Southern approach. That's a very to I think man approach, male, male approach. But, yeah. but I think in the South, even women, you ignore that there's a problem, um, and you just keep going. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. Because it's harder, much harder to talk about your feelings. Not familiar. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. I think it's just, it's not even maybe like South. I think that's a country way of life, Mm -hmm. too. Like, look, you know, it's just, you grow up in the country, things happen. Your child gets mauled by a bear, dies, you keep on moving. (laughs) Stuff happens, you know. Sometimes your child gets mauled by a bear. Yeah, you know. Your or mom, as you said, your mom sees the light go out of your stepfather's yeah. eyes. Or like the Journey Cakes. His mom died when she was when he was nine. Journey Case? The ca- Journey Cake. That was his last name. Shane Journey Cake. Who? His guy from a kid from elementary. His mom died when she was young. What's his name? Journey Cake. His last name's Journey Cake. What's his first name? Shane. Shane Journey Cake? <laughs> Yeah, like the word journey and then cake. That is a made up name. No one, no one's name is journey cake. That's his name. What route would that even be? That was their name, journey cake. Journey cake. Yeah. Were they native? I, I don't know. I think they like cake. No, this is stupid. <laughs> no, really, this is absolutely <laughs> absurd. No, I can look. No, up on I don't Facebook. want you to look up anything on your phone. But okay, well, I'm just saying. It's no, real. I, I, I don't want to give this any more airtime <laughs> than it deserves. Good lord! I forgot. There was what no sister's... one named Shane Journey Cake. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, if you're not listening and you watch, if you're listening to the podcast, he just showed me a name, which is indeed the word journey plus the word cake. He's a sweet guy. Sweet guy. And he died? No, his mom did. Very young. But I remember, though, like people, obviously, even that, even big, but I say like country folk, people are kind of like, well, you just got to keep on going. And I'm, I remember them thinking. How did we get on to this? But I remember them thinking, but your mother died. That's horrible. I'm saying that Mike doesn't acknowledge Natalie's feelings and honestly Natalie's pain and sadness. <laughs> <sighs> no, I'm just <laughs> We have to move on. He, I'm He dated Teratal Farrell for a little bit. Of course she did. Because <laughs> no, Teratal Farrell has a connection to everything. 
Um, so you guys in Tulsa, uh, Kip Winger, the from the band, obviously, <laughs> is picking them up. Her hair is it's full on <laughs> guitars from Def Leppard. <laughs> Kip Winger, one of them. <laughs> she, it's not even playing anymore. Like, you guys, it's exciting to see what her house is going to look like because someone. Oh! Oh. <laughs> Holy because someone with this haircut is not going to have a grasp on what's happening in the world. No. Their southern living is not being plopped on their doorstep. This house, we're, we're talking about Magnolia Magazine, she don't get. Joanna Gaines? Yeah, Gaines? Who? 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 Didn't she used to date your cousin? Property Brothers? Is that that real estate ad- agency out in Bartlesville? Um... So, uh, are they from Miami? They're Miami. <laughs> they uh, Tecumseh. She, she's basically sitting there in her with her kind of her Mike's mom's face. Trish is always doing Trish. this. I'm going to do her face. She goes like, mm-hmm. It's always kind of small eyes and just pursed lips. Mm. And she goes, I just don't think they're really right for each other. Just don't think they're right for each other. Um, now, you can tell when Natalie doesn't like someone by when she comments on their fashion. That's post. what I wrote too. And oh, she, with the lovely shirt, Trish. Trish love it. It's beautiful. That, that, Y'all, it's a fucking plaid shirt. That shirt from, came from the men's collection at Lee. For, at Lee, yes. <laughs> but she got it at a cons- at a Catholic at a consi- consignment store. store. <laughs> It's lovely. It's this prettiest shirt. She probably went out like to Mr. that, like that big one that they have out in Vanita with the world's largest I'm, McDonald's. That is, you are stopping by talking about <laughs> well, no, Oklahoma. It's places. over an interstate, actually. You drive under the McDonald's. It is a big. It might be the one out the world's largest anymore, but it was for a long time. I can't talk about more <laughs> Oklahoma towns. You're you're not allowed anymore. Um. Or so, Marlo. They had a good one, she's too. She's so obvious. She, she is, she so is obvious. the worst poker face about yeah. that. When she's either nervous, she just and, acts like she acts like took such, such a sycophant. And everyone, especially someone like Mama Mike, who can see right through it. So here's my question to you. Do you think she's acting? Because she was an actor where she lived. Oh, of course she's acting. This, this is how she behaves. I was going to say, do you think she's acting or does she thinks? I think Natalie wants them to feel uncomfortable. I think she wants them to know she's not comfortable with oh, them. Because she's pissed off about what she said. I don't think she's that far ahead in any of her reactions to anyone. I think she is so in, in uh, stuck in her head. She probably can't even think what she said afterwards. Possibly, yeah, I can see that too. Um, uh, you, those all seem like random diary of the mouth moments, anyway. Mm-hmm. That she's so nervous. Um, oh, I boy. don't think Natalie or Mike have anything they're doing that is that is um, that has designs. I think they're everything they're doing is coming off of the way. They process things, and they're not even trying to see the world in any other way. No. Well, you know, speaking of not trying, Mama Trisha, because Mama Trisha says, you know, there haven't been any confrontations. But I would love for there to be one. So she's already ready for a fight. she's ready to go. Um, And Natalie says, well, I hope that uh, if there's any, uh, anything happens between me and Trish, 
Mike will, Mike will take my side. Good luck, good luck, honey. Good luck, especially with with a good smothered contestant. Yeah. or or <laughs> I love a mama's boy like good this one. Good luck, Natalie. Now this is he is going he's going to Oklahoma for a couple of things for Thanksgiving and it was his birthday and also mama's, mama's birthday. birthday. Did you ever celebrate your birthday with your mom? No, because my mother's birthday is in December. But would you have? If we were, to, I can kind of see it. If we were together, born at the same time, oh, it'd be fun to take a mama son trip and celebrate a like birthday. mother boy from Arrested Development. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. We go to a spa day. You, there's no such we go thing. Get by the way, stuff. let me clarify. There's no such thing as a mom mother's trip. That's oh, not a thing no. that you I do. I think we would make it. It would become our tradition. We it's get not a facials, thing you do with gay sons. We get our nails done. My mom loves a massage. You know, we once had, had psychic. We had past live readings done together. We did that. Oh, God. There's, no, we did. With it, uh, yeah, we did that. Where was Would she believe in that? Well, no. I had her read that book, Many Lies, Many Masters. <laughs> And she was like, she called me. She's like, we're connected. I said, I think so, too. So we think we've been in past life stuff. And we even went out to out over in um, in Pioneer. They that had a woman who's a psychic. And so uh, we went out. No, not Pioneer. Piedmont. It's outside of Oklahoma uh, no, City. No, that's it. So, no uh, more. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I had a friend who lived in Piedmont. So she died. Let's talk about the house. Sure. Okay, it's kind sure. of, it's wooden. Hold on, let me just whew, picture it. First of all, mm. you walk in and... Got a bad taste in my mouth. Mm. And all you can kind of... First of all, what's this house smell like? What does this house smell like? Old guess sp- that smell. I'll guess it. Um, a can of uh, of open spaghettios from 1982. Ding! I was gonna say I was gonna say old tomato sauce, but old that's tom- close close enough. Yeah, that fake. Yeah, with that fake kind of cheese smell, uh-huh. in it, even though there's not cheese in it. Yep. Um, I'm gonna yeah. add freesia, freesia, uh-huh. freesia that yeah, uh-huh. um, yeah, that from candles mm-hmm. or other air fresheners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also like to add mildew. I was going to say dust. Yeah. So that's in the same, you know, definitely. Right. Um, and probably, um, um, definitely, um, probably some type of cat piss, but she probably doesn't have a cat. And no one knows. <laughs> People was like, have you have a cat here? Nope. Never have. Not familiar. Um, so, so y'all, this house, Natalie. Oh, Wow. Oh yeah! Wow. Again, poker face. Where'd wow. you go? Pop, pop, poker face. The, wow, Trish collects wow. so many pigs. Trish, there are so pigs. many pigs. Trish. Trish, Trish. Which I get pig. Which I get because my aunt Gail, her maiden name was Hogset, so she collects pigs. How is that spelled? H o I think G s e t t Hogset. So she has hog See, in her name. I've heard Hogset. S h a h o x i t. Not eggs name. with the s. Hogset. Yes, her family's from uh, Oklahoma City as well. So they were from Oklahoma, more than northern Oklahoma Your City. Your aunt Gail, as you say, not Gail. G-A-I-L. But you say Gale. That's like, I said Gale. Now you said it like I did. Okay. And Gale. And so she, um, love her. 
Love. She's actually Italian. Makes a great lasagna. You wouldn't know it, but that's on the mother's side. But anyway, she collected pigs for years, but then she had six kids and they all destroyed them. So no more. Again, a nice story. <laughs> I'm just saying. So so I get, though, collecting things. Because where I've, we're from, are, are people... No, just this is women. not a collection. <laughs> this is an obsession because your life is empty. Wow. No, y'all, in every single room, this is like Dolores Claiborne's boss. She collected China pigs. I think, but I think one of those China pigs would have been worth more than everything in Mama Trisha's who's, house. Who's Dolores Claiborne? Uh, Stephen King's uh, novel, the movie with uh, Kathy Bates. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, no uh, one collected China pigs. Uh, Mercy. No, what's that movie called? Midwife. Misery. Misery. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kathy Bates, the actress. <laughs> Not familiar. I'm kidding. I know Kathy Bates. I haven't ever seen Misery, though. It's scary. It's Stephen King. I don't want to see it. These are dramas that people sh- Is it good? should see. It's a great movie. I'd watch it. I'd little, watch it little, now. A little, little weird when she, try, when she breaks his legs and hobbles him. Isn't that when she says, this is going to hurt me more than it yes. hurts you? You've been a dirty bird, Paul. <laughs> Wait, maybe I did see Misery. I think I did. Long time ago. Anyway, so y'all, okay, you're right. This is not a this is this is a, an obsession. This is this is a problem. It's bad. This is like hoarder style. People would come to your house. And There's get also these. shit all over her house, and it's and like it'd be different if they were presented in a way that was somewhat. I don't know a collection, but they're uh, everywhere. There seems to be more than one. Like more than one of a certain type of pig, it seems it's, like an obsession. It's not like I liked it when she didn't have a reason. They're like, "Why pigs?" She's like, "I don't know. Why not? Why not? Why not?" Just came to me, and Natalie, I feel like her house is a museum. Impressive. Um, impressive I like more style classic. She's like, and then Trish is like, and then. Once I'm gone, you inherited it all. <laughs> and Natalie's like, ooh. And then they're sitting there, and she's, Trish says, first of all, there's an owl, uh, an owl lamp in the background that is well lit, <laughs> which I think I kind of remember, like, somebody having, like, yeah, in the early 80s. It's, it's, like, y'all, she hasn't bought anything from, she hasn't bought a furnishing from even Walmart since 1991. I was going to say 30 years. At least. Um, Why would you do there that? There are, but there, this, this, this whole place is styled with like Midwestern and Western. We're talking, I think it's even older than 91. I think the, the, the ethos of this place is like 84. And I, she's only lived here for five years. So that's she, right. So she's moved these things there, y'all. She packed all these pigs and moved them to Oklahoma. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, so there's an Alan and Trish says, "Here, can I take your coat and put it in the antique? Could baby I put bed? it in the antique antique crib that just sits around?" Y'all, she still has the crib that Mike was born in. Probably still in. has his uh, amniotic fluid, hair amniotic fluid on it from the belly button. Is that creepy to you? It's creepy that this that just sits I, there. That should be in storage or in your attic. It's just sitting in the room. Maybe there's just no wait. attic. It's creepy, though. 
Um, definitely done, done not a basement. We don't have a lot of basements in Oklahoma because of clay dirt. It moves. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, so she wouldn't have that. But an attic at least. But it was like open and part of the decorations. It was weird. Um, you know, speaking of everything in this house, we're really excited that we have uh, – we needed to get their take on this. And we had we had two – Two. Of of the pigs if, from Mike from Mike's mom's collection. Yes, one is the one of the pigs is when Mike and Natalie go in the bedroom. It's one of the pigs on the wall. Mortimer. Uh, Mortimer. Mortimer is his Mortimer. name. And then uh, there was one sitting by uh, in the kitchen, sitting in the kitchen. The one that had the like a pig with the rolling pin. Yes, with a smile. And uh, her name was Daisy. Okay. <laughs> So we've got an exclusive interview <laughs> with, with Daisy and Satan, Mortimer. Daisy and Mortimer. Um, so how Mortimer, are we going to do this? <laughs> Mortimer, glad you're here on the show. Thanks for being Sus- here. Called suspension of disbelief. Uh, yeah. Um, if you're, um, <laughs> if you're a, which is the way to go. Way to go. At least this. Exactly. Well, I'm pretty <laughs> privileged enough to be here. Thank you very much. I am. Uh, I was honored to get your phone call. Mm. Oh, sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late, Mortimer. Didn't I swear that's dog. the last time you'll talk over oh, me, Daisy. Sorry, Mortimer. Are we talking about Miss that- Trish? Oh, you mean the woman who cleans the house and does the things for us? Yes. The things she does in the kitchen just horrify me. Yeah, like when she uses the egg beaters on her no-no place. Uh, I don't think she's making butter. No. She what? likes, she that definitely really, likes butter. Because sexual I've been, quick, I've been, I've been used to smear it all over her body before. Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah, you've had to see that. The things that we've seen, I wouldn't want anybody. My rolling pin's gone places it shouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Mortimer, what, Mortimer, yeah, I wanna, I wanna yes, ask, yes, I want to ask you, Mortimer, yes, um, yes, what is, uh, what is your favorite part of the day with Miss Trish? You know, I think if I had to give a favorite part, it would be when she decides to come to every pig that is one of hers and give each of us a birthday greeting. Oh, I love it. Sorry, I left. I'm back again. Like when she says, oh, yeah, the birthday like for song. mine, she says, Mortimer, Mortimer, Mortimer Joe, every day, don't you know I love you? <laughs> What is yours, Daisy? Um, Sing oh, your song my, my, that she sings to you my, every morning. Mine is, oh, mama. Oh, <laughs> mine is, hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's your day. Love you, baby boo. Which is confusing because I'm you not a babe. Yeah, you know what? I'm a babe. The strangest thing babe? is. That that, that was, movie set us That back. was also tell me about it. That Our book, people have had to deal with a lot over the years. Fucking babe, what's bullshit? You know, uh, but that that, but yes, that, that tune the you book. also hummed was also <laughs> her mama's tune. Her mama's tune. Uh, <laughs> 
yeah, that's what they call mama too. Anyway, uh, but uh, to tell you more, uh, it's not a bad life here. Oh no, it's just if you can take the being rubbed on her vulva. Well, and I know uh, I don't like the swingers. No, sometimes men, the ranch hand. There, there are strange men about. Yes, yes, yes. And one of them is a hairdresser, so her hair just doesn't make sense. No, no, doesn't. Does not. Doesn't, doesn't. Anyway, I feel awkward now. We should go. Oh, uh, no, I've just got here. No, Mortimer, I that's just... all we have time for today, Mortimer. No, I need to talk about oh. the times when I was on the vaudeville circuit. You know what, Mortimer? We're going to see you later. Mortimer and Daisy, thank you so much for being here. I don't think you're going to come back. <laughs> I hope not. They're, they're, <laughs> there's, that was not great. Y'all, something's hit. And sometimes doesn't go good. But we just keep going. Um... <laughs> So, y'all, let's talk about the birthday cake. Um, okay. Have you ever had a tandem birthday cake with your mother? Have you ever had no. a shared birthday cake? My birthday, my mother's birthday is seven months from well, mine. I just want to pl- point out. We never did any of that in my family. But nobody I don't had birthdays think the birthday time. cake should be shared. I think one person should get theirs and then you get, a, the other person should have them. I actually agree. Um, but this shows... The kind of weirdness of Mike and his and the codependency and the codependency that she needed to make her birthday also about his birthday and his birthday was last week. It was, for and there were so many candles on it. I know that bothers you. It bothered me a lot, and because you know how I am, you guys. After about sixteen, maybe eighteen candles, it should just be a representative number. It's also was y'all. They didn't. They didn't cut the cake. They just put the cake no, down. No, they didn't and cut then the cake. Mike and Natalie cheers with forks, and then they both just ate into the cake. And you know what this was all it's about? Disgusting. This was all about Trish making Natalie feel eat. not part of the family. Totally. And trying to make her eat cake. I guarantee you they will force feed her to eat mashed potatoes in the next episode. Trish is going to already pick up that she has eating issues. Oh yeah. She's going to Well no, make... you'll in the in the in the teaser, they go to a butcher shop. Oh yeah, yeah. So Trish is going to play on This is this cake is a metaphor of fuck you. I oh, want yeah. you out of my son's fuck life. Fuck you Ukrainian girl. Yep. Here you go. Yep. It's really Y'all, really gross. I hate to say it, basically Mike, you know why Mike came to Oklahoma for his mother to do his dirty work? Yep, because he Agreed. can't break up with her because he's a spineless piece of but shit. But I don't, and I don't. It's not that I want to defend him when I say this. I don't think he is aware of any of this. I, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's you actively. I, I think there's a lot of not awareness, but I don't think because I don't. Th- you know why? I don't think he's smart enough. And he's he an even, idiot. And he's he adult, even, and he even listens. To his own inner voice about things. I don't think you're wrong. And also, I don't fucking care at this point. Yep. He's been on the show. He's had Sean Robinson fucking ask him. Right. Like, everyone has asked him. He's seen us. Such people are saying, why do you gaslight her? And he's still, he's not an idiot. He still could go, huh. Is there something I need to process here or learn about? But he's just sitting in his own fucking ignorant privilege and not going to learn a thing. I don't think gaslighters can learn. I think, un- unless you have to be radically altered, 
your whole your whole structure because it's all about making people feel lesser than you. No, are. yeah, it's true. Um, I want to point out just to talk about some of the mommy issues going on. He's saying he still calls her mommy. Wow. He's still he's Car, still, still thinking says, about a pig being rubbed on Trish's vulva. <laughs> I don't know how we got there, and I apologize. <laughs> I really apologize, everybody. That was and the song that, was, that she sings to them. Each each pig has a song. Well, each one, y'all. It takes she for, has she it has, takes ten hours. She to has say goodnight. 70, 785 yeah, yeah. songs. It's a long day. <laughs> um. And then so she's but but this idea of talking of, of joining his birthday and all I can think of is like the the issues and like Oedipus called and wants his complex back. Yes. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Um and it's bad. Ugh, Jesus. I uh, will be so glad when we're not talking about them anymore. But right. sadly, let's talk um, about this dinner where sadly we're on episode five. <laughs> where I know. So she says, My favorite thing is when Natalie just starts throwing out truth bombs. And I think she's tired. I think she is over it. Yes. But this is not the time to do it. I think the thing I want to tell if I would have to strategize with Natalie, I would say Honey, we have to pick and choose the moments where we show what we yes. really feel. Yes. Because yes. with this person, you can't do that, especially in front of their mom. But Natalie, <clears throat> I don't even think it's like a language thing. I don't think Natalie, um, She. it's interesting that she's an actor because she doesn't get and doesn't live any of her life in any subtextual type of way no. at all. No, no, no. And, it, and so it's... She doesn't it's have... It's all full uh, out text. It's no... Everything I say is text. And it's no street smart or an awareness mm-hmm. of, hey, these people are feeling this way. Maybe I should say this. Maybe this is a good time. She's got none of that. No. And I feel like a lot of... And everything that she does do when she is trying to like either get someone to be on her side feels just false and it's easy to see through. Yeah. And she turns into, I now I'm acting. Look yep. at me. I mean, don't get us wrong. She's fucking crazy. Yeah. And Mike falls for it. That's the other thing. Mike fell for Yeah. Her <laughs> Mike fell for cuz he And her gigantic big... Ukrainian boobies. He fell for her boobs. Her eyes and her, quote, exoticism that she is someone Mm -hmm. that he's... Because, y'all, American women don't date Mike. No. Because Mike's a loser. Mike's a loser. And so he gets her, and suddenly everybody's like, Mike, how did you get this woman? Yep. Um... When she say basically in the confession, she says, "I, I, uh, she, we were talking about how you like squim, and she's like, no, I don't like it at all. I want to socialize. I want to proceed in my career." And she says in her, um, in her <clears throat> confessional, "I was a journalist and actress, and I did modeling, and I, and the mom basically says, well, you were talking about translation, which is I'm sure something that." He's planted in my, she's planted in Mike's yeah. ear to keep telling to her. To keep telling her. Um, and so this is going to sound like a direct attack. And so it's set, this is, this is the thing. I think Trish is almost more of a gaslighter than, than Where do you think Mike learned it from? Exactly. Yep. But he's bad at it. 
He's ba- um, oh, she's she's genius. Mike's an idiot. Yeah, Trish is not. And stupid. Trish says, and she's like, "Well, I thought about it, but I'm I I need to do what I need to do, and I, I need want to, to laugh." And then she just because said, I only have one life. Yeah, <laughs> I deserve to be happy. And everyone and her mom went. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, oh, okay. Now, what sh- what Trish has just done is a genius gambit. Oh, she's made Michael Mike see that Natalie. It was rude to her. Yep. By just asking a normal question, she goes, "Okay, well, I'll show you where you're sleeping." Yeah. And and then above the bed is the phrase in word art, art purgatory. purgatory. Home, Home means mom. Mom means love. Home means mom. Mom means love. <laughs> Y'all. Yo, hey, babe. Mama's too. Mama. She put that up before they came. Probably. She put it up before they came. That is not hanging in her house. Y'all, if you did not feel the uh, apprehensive about being in this house and in, in, in however you feel about I Natalie, feel like the others are going to show up and just start killing if them. you do, if you did not feel something in the pit of your stomach in when Natalie came into this house it's so bad it made me feel sorry for Natalie I know that's why she exactly has, she Natalie had no idea what she was walking none into. none none um that's all I've got about them <sighs> Shall we move on to our last? Yes. Our last couple. Brandon, Brandon and the Great Eye Monster. Brandon <laughs> and Julia. Y'all are going to go. Melanie. Melanie and her boyfriend. What's his name? Taylor. TJ. Sorry. TJ. It looks like a Taylor. It looks like a typical Southern boy. Yeah. But with, a, but with a long hair. Yeah. And y'all. It's nice. <laughs> it's a big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big dick. It's nice. It's big. So Ju- Brand's like, we're going to meet Melanie. And Julie goes, yeah. So fun. So fun. So they're going to do that. And so Julie says to Brandon, she's like, I don't like beer. Why do you take me to a... They get there to brewery. She's like, why yeah. do you take me? I don't like beer. Why do you even send me? I thought they had a cocktail set up. And she says, I guess Melanie likes beer. And that's why you came to this place. Y'all, this would she's, be a nightmare in a relationship. Oh, I'm telling you now, after seeing this, I don't think they'll make it. I think they'll get divorced down the uh, road. Not now, but I don't think how anyone can put up with that. That constant um uh and it's it's all it's all anger that's coming out of fear that he's dating someone oh, else. Oh, yes. It's or would go as someone else. She doesn't trust him. And he says, "No, I trust you. I do not trust women because you are you are uh, you are incapable of falling for women wiles." Exactly. You know? And so they're sitting there waiting for them, and then y'all, they Melanie and TJ show up. Brand- she's cute. She's, she's really very cute. cute. Brandon smiles. Julia is just stone faced. Stone faced. Stone faced. Y'all, if you. If if you if your new girlfriend meets even if it's an old girlfriend or a friend of yours that's a sim, of the same sex and behaves like this, good God! Now, what I, do you even do? I do feel like Melanie kind of showed her ass a little bit 
I I didn't agree with some of the things Melanie did. Yeah, later on, yes. But later the, on, but at the very beginning, at the very beginning, Julia I, was horrible. I think it was, it was. I think it was that was a complete reaction to Julia. I think so. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I think it is a reaction. And so, um, and Melanie says on the camera, she says testimony. She's like, "This is the first time." And she said, "I thought they were together, and I fa- I did found out they were together through social media. So I just wanted to meet her and see how he is." And so she sits down there, and Melanie's like, "So." Hi, and they're like, hi. Melanie's like, so did you meet his parents? She's like, yeah, we live with them. And she's like, oh, you guys are out on the farm. And she's like, you have been to a farm. You've been to a farm. And you know what? You've been I, to the farm with she. I she feel says. like <laughs> before we go for any more further with this, this would be best show in a section we like to call Reality Gaze Theater. I like the low stuff there. Thanks. This will compete with my my stuff. Won't ever do it again. Won't ever do it again. Um, this, unlike the Pick Theater, is not going to be complicated at all. No, I'm just going to be playing two roles. Of Brandon and Melanie. I'll be playing Julia. And Poodle will be inhabiting the role. Because to play Julia takes a lot. <laughs> it's, it, I fully admit it. It takes a lot. It takes white hot rage. So, And Poodle's got that. I've got that. In, for days. For days. Um. Oh, what are you? Y'all, we're back. I had a pee. Real bad, and I just got up in well, the middle I and started. To pee. Well, you're gonna have to wait now. So anyway, Fine. yes, Poodle has white hot rage. Okay, um, this is our theater. <clears throat> Are you ready? This is our theater. And so imagine, picture it. They're sittering, sittering, sittering. They're sittering. <laughs> God, I miss him. I know. And they're sitting there, and the waitress just left and took the order, and sink. So, um, so hi, yeah, so it's so interesting how you both met, you know? What is uh, interesting it, about it? it no, we, we meet, and, uh, and now we're here with you, and you're, so, in, you're in past, and uh, you're past. So, oh, okay. It's I know. So you, um, so you met his parents, like, have you been to the, have you, you I leave its farm. farm, I feed the oh, animal. Oh, you've been to the farm, oh, so you met, so you met Hootie, and then Tootie, the two pigs, so you know, you and then, know, and then Randall, yeah, and then you know Randall, the, Randall, the, the Randall, what else the pig. do you know? Do you know do what I, name he is called? Penis? Um, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it, um, I wouldn't call it Winky Dinky. That's for sure. Wouldn't call it that. When, so hey, what else hey, do you this know? This is Brandon. Um, I'm just gonna sit here and let this happen like an idiot. Yeah, okay, sure. So, yeah, the farm's great. That's so great. So, um, you know, that's wonderful. I just wanted, do you, um, you know, do y'all like, you know, how did you, like, did you meet? I just don't no, know we, a we, lot. It doesn't matter how we meet. We, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are present now. Okay. We are married. There's married. no time for a girl like you. Yeah. Oh, okay, do you like beer? Oh, No, I hate beer. No, Brandon, I love beer. 
beer. Yeah, um, I bet. Be, be, I bet you loved a lot oh, of beer. What T- else have you done with him with beer? TJ doesn't like beer, but uh, I love beer. Well, maybe, may, TJ, maybe, maybe you and me okay. go have some non-beer together. Okay. What do you say about uh, that? that? Now that these, now do you, you want me to do that with your, with your boyfriend like you do with mine? Maybe. I just, oh, Brandon, remember when we snuck into our parents' liquor cabinet? We what? Had, and we had that wild. What is this fucking that, shit? That wild turkey. Woo! Gobble, gobble. No, I'm out. Remember? I'm not listening. No, 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 no. You, you, first you say I hear the thing We're just friends. Blah, blah, We're just blah. friends. Brandon, take off your shirt. We're just friends. No. Get, Brandon, get away from me. I just want to suck your nipple one more time, Brandon. Please, and Brandon. And see. Y'all, Melanie wants to fuck Brandon. No, no. No, she doesn't. I, no, you're incorrect. I... The questioning she asked no, but that sounded was, like that someone was who after was, it just to piss off. That was all. But trying why to would piss she care? Off. Why would she care? Because she, because Julia she, Julia's being making an ass of herself, and she's trying to wind her up. Maybe just because she's young, and I'm just older, and I'd be like, "You're crazy, and leave it alone." But she really no, she's because she came at her, and now she wants revenge. Because Melanie then really went in and then said, she said to Julia's face, she's like, "Boy." I feel like y'all really rushed into this. I mean, we've been together four years and we're not this even is, married. That's that's everyone who is that's everyone the producers say says that that's producer. did you do this? That's producer. Did you, but still, it was a very. Did I, you just do this to get your visa? And that's every producer. It is every producer. So I did not think she wants to fuck him at all. I I just uh, I think it is all her. Um, Julia came off really nasty to her. She really did come off nasty. Um, Horrible. And so she was going to get back at him. You actually and played her a little kinder than she was. I know was. I did. And she kind of found... I'm actually not as mean as Julia is. Oh. No. Um, You're uh, very kind. She, I'm a very kind person. Not she, nice. um, But she, she knew... She sensed what Julia's weakness was, and she used it against her. That's what yeah, she did. That's what she did. Um, Melanie's like, I was trying to be nice, but after seeing her behavior tonight, and then Melanie says, Melanie didn't bring this up, but she, I think she did have it out for her a little bit because Melanie brings up, she said, and just knowing that she's a go-go dancer, and I was like, yeah, this was all. This was that was when she lost all credibility for being. When she said, I was like, come on. has nothing to do. She's just a small small town, narrow-minded girl. It's true because where we're from. Oh my gosh! They'd have a real problem with that. If you married you, a woman who was a go-go dancer, what would your mother do? She'd uh, probably go, yay, "Yay, it's a he yay, married a it's woman." A woman. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to meet you, Nadia. Hopefully, those are childbearing hips. <laughs> That's all Mother Poodle would care. My mom would too. And and you've had. Sexually transmitted diseases in the past. <laughs> fine, well, that's fine as long as you don't have any now. Some scarring, it's fine. We'll get that. That's fine, Dorita. I see you I, have sex with as many people as you want. I Just see that. Baby. I see that. I baby. see a couple of baby, ba- bullet holes. Well, yeah, but um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. In bed with the Russian mob. Sure, as long as they don't know where you are. Um, Dorita, do you mind if Matthew sings musical theater? Okay, Dorita. That's fine. I just are made you up coming a name. up with the ma- name of Doritos? <laughs> Dorita. I just came up with the name. Dorita. Dorita. 
But now I do want Doritos, so maybe that's subconscious. Um, <laughs> do you know what the biggest injustice was of this scene? What? The fact that there was a plate of fries brought <laughs> over and no one touched them. Did you notice that? I did not notice Now, that. they did not look good fries. They were not seasoned. They were just <laughs> kind of steak fries. <gasps> but there was a whole thing. And no one ate the fries. I w- if I was there, I would have just been out sitting there eating. You would have seen them <laughs> fighting and it'd be like me going... I would have been the friend just eating. Ketchup, please. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. No, you know, make it ranch. We're just going to do that. Do you even like zap sauce? No, any, any, anything, anything with a little spice in it? Can, can, I, can I get a side of chicken wings while you're at it? Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> fried pickles. Got any? Oh, God, I love a fried pickle. Oh, um, I got the giggles. Anyway, kill. Brandon should have shut, oh, Brandon should have shut all that down. He, that's it. Again, so she, she Brandon should have shut it down. And Julia said, "If I get green card, why would I tell you?" Yep. She leaves. You guys. He chases after her. She says, "Take me home." She says, "I feel like it's none of your business." Yeah. Now I will say when the when when Melanie started going after Julia, that's when Brandon Brandon should have stepped in, but Brandon, he didn't. But he didn't. He yeah. just, and then instead, he didn't step in at all. And then Julia goes out to their car, and he follows her. And he's basically just says, "Why the fuck are you acting like that? Completely, you embarrassed me in front of my friends." And if he had said like, "Wow, she acted really terribly to you," yeah, Julia would have gone, "What? I'm so sorry." And it would have. I don't know if she would have completely. Uh, forgiven him that oh no never but uh but at least he could have maybe kind of talked to her about her jealous behavior but instead of instead of shaming her for it which really is just covering it over with dirt throwing dirt on top of it you know what this made me excited about she's gonna get red for filth for this on the tell-all she will they're gonna come for yara is gonna fucking come for her for this on the the fact oh my god Maybe that's why they put them in the same season. Is I realize we're going to have Brandon or Julia and Yara on a tell-all, and we're going to have Angela. We're going to oh. have Angela. Oh, with Julia. Oh, um, and Libby. And we're going to have Kalani. This is going to be a good tell-all. They're going to tear her to pieces. I bet this is going to be a three-parter. Oh my god! Let's hope not. They're they're going to tear her to pieces. Um, and actually, you know what? Angela, and, and Angela, Natalie, might, Angela might defend Julia. I can maybe. see. I can Natalie see like is that. going to totally agree with Julia that she will. <laughs> Natalie, oh, I understand. Well, Men cannot have friends, girl. Uh. <laughs> yeah, she will. Oh, this is um, uh, That's all I've got. That's all I got too. Yeah, that's the show. That's all I got. <laughs> For you today. That's not a song. That's it's, all it's a I sad got. Song. This is reality gaze. Good job. We talked about some people, talked about some pigs, talked about some dicks, and we did some digs on Trish. That's reality gaze. Had it I'm sorry, I was watching my neighbor uh, shake out her cock. Uh, her t- 
tablecloth. <laughs> wow. Classless. Classless, y'all. You can go to Reality Gates. We should have a closing song like Carol Burnett. Why don't we? We've got enough to do. <laughs> it's true. Jesus Christ. Go to realitygatespodcast.com, y'all, and you can see all of our other shows. Extreme Sisters. Poodle enjoyed the last episode. I don't know if enjoyed is the right <laughs> phrase. Ooh, it's going to be good. I liked it better. How about that? You can go to Instagram, realitygatepodcast. Um, we just had a Sissy Christina is killing it on the memes. Uh, we just had a Dildo Swaggins meme. We yes. just had a... Uh, it, oh, she's wonderful. Thank you, Susie Christina. Where also you can jump into our our reality gaze extra content. That's the Patreon and the Supercast. Um, if you want to jump in on the five dollar tier, that's for the people that classic, classic, classless. and we're doing happily ever after season one right now with Muhammad um, and Danielle Muhammad and, and uh, uh, Brett Dyer, to- Russ and Powell. Russ and Powell, they're trying to move to Miami. Um, uh, um, Alexi and Lauren are planning their they're wedding going to in Israel. Israel. So, and she's stressed out because um, it's got to be the perfect wedding. Ugh. So, anyway, y'all, um, but we are having fun with that. So, that's at the $5 tier. And then it, we're going to have Smothered is coming Smothered back. Smothered May 31st. May 3rd. Y'all, that's, is that next week? Yeah. That is, oh my gosh. We're going to have Extreme Sisters and Smothered at the same time. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's two weeks because this is the 22nd right All now. All right. As recording. always, we'll drop a, an episode of that on the tier, the first, uh, this tier for y'all to try before you buy, but that'll be on the $8 tier of our podcast. And if you want this show commercial free, you can jump to the $8 tier on our extra Ad free well. for your pleasure. It's true. Um, and then for our intimate por- for our gay trends that are on the fifteenth, thank you, intimate portraiters, for watching us today. Uh, we call these people lonely hearts, poodle, because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong, wrong, wrong places. places, wrong places. Yes, and if you are a man and you cannot have a friend, girl, <laughs> sorry, call, call us. us. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Boy, I'm here too. Okay. I think I want to talk about. Oh, I want to talk about my my financial platform. Oh, okay, let's do it. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 